Gateway Gamers Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Gateway Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm RP. And this is a podcast where a veteran like me introduces the world of gaming to a noob. Like me. All right, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. Uh, just came back from a, a trip. That yeah. was a lot of fun. I'll say, you look nice and tan. Yeah, I do. The, it's, I think it's the color of my shirt helps bring it out <laughs> a little bit uh, compared to how producer Audra looks. Yeah. Um, but what's going on with you? Nothing. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's been great. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want me to talk a little bit about my trip? Absolutely. I almost right. got sucked <laughs> into the IP hype immediately. Yeah, immediately, man. It's I got... Well, first off, let's just... Before the trip, our last episode was Villainous. And guess who owns four copies of Villainous now? I do. Yeah. Uh, Not four copies, but you bought the base game. I bought the base game, the Marvel one, and then two expansions, which yeah. um, one of them is an expansion that we did on a mini episode that you'll hear whenever you hear it. Um, so that, we'll just start off with that. I love that game so much. Um, I hope we did justice to it in the episode, but that game, I, I just, even just to put it on my shelf, like mm-hmm. you've seen on our Instagram, we've posted it. It is beautiful. It's a nice display. You've warped my mind, yeah, welcome, Brian. Welcome yeah. to the addiction yes board gaming. and i'm like seeing there's there's two more expansions um that i like one was on sale one was it i was like ah, should i get it and then uh there's a marvel expansion coming out i'm like it's bad yeah it's, this, this is it yeah this welcome is, to yeah. yeah my fiance producer audra uh not thrilled but we've come to an agreement where she doesn't say anything yeah it's a tax write-off i guess it's a business expense yeah i, I text her apologize because i knew <laughs> i knew this was gonna happen as soon as because you text me the one day and you were just like oh like one of the expansions is on sale mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i was like i, I was like it's that happens like a yeah. lot and you were like should i get it and i was like well i own it and mm-hmm. we game day so no and then 10 minutes later you're like oh i end up buying it yeah and, and then I've, you got the marvel one and, the <laughs> and i've played i've played it on my own yeah you found the solo version i yeah. did it's definitely different um we haven't really played the marvel one at all uh, mm. i don't think we've ever even thought it. about we it just haven't because yeah. we've only done the disney one um so I, I broke it out and it was a new gameplay for me and it was it was good mm. it, it just it definitely the mechanics of that are different so i can't wait to talk about that on an episode mm-hmm. um but yeah so anyway we were just on a trip in universal studios orlando um great we had a great time being producer audra uh and we went the main reason i talk about there's three ips that i absolutely love it's marvel it's disney and it's harry potter mm-hmm. so that's the main reason why we went to universal studios uh i've been a few times uh audra hasn't been there in a few years, so she had never seen Diagon Alley, and I wanted to go back to ride the new Haggard's Ride, mm-hmm. which, absolutely incredible. Uh, one of the best theme park rides I've ever been on. Wow. Uh, that and um, Rise, of the Re- Rise of the Resistance in, in Disney for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's the best ride I've ever been on. This is probably the best ride in Universal. Okay. Uh, my favorite Harry Potter ride, still probably Forbidden Journey for a bunch of reasons, like... I wish I had a theme park podcast because I could just keep going and going. Uh, and we also did Jurassic Park, the new Velocicoaster, which doesn't open officially till June 10th, but we get, we were able to. Mm-hmm. I bring this trip up because the IP hooks almost got me. Mm-hmm. There was a Quidditch board game that looked pretty legit, right? Yeah. No, it, it looked – so it's a park exclusive. Mm-hmm. which i thought was neat that's where i almost was like yeah get it do it <laughs> do it but i was like all right let me look this up so i looked it up and it didn't have much to it in like rate or reviews like not many mm-hmm. people were talking about it and it was 40 dollars. so that's yeah. where i was like oh you know what like maybe not it had that theme park um surge price mm-hmm. of additional and there was an expansion too yeah so people must buy it and play it if there's an expansion um but I, I couldn't justify the $40 yeah. uh, for that, where I'd rather spend that money elsewhere in the yeah. park. But that's where we talked about before, the IP hook yeah. gets oh, yeah. you. Uh, b- prior to this podcast, probably never even would have looked at mm-hmm. the board game. But then I'm like, my mind's all going with board games, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, I bought already a couple games on my own. The setup was pretty cool. If you've seen the Harry Potter movies, it was the Quidditch Stadium mm-hmm. in, in Hogwarts. They had the um, 
like the stands, and then they had the three goalposts. And I didn't really look into yeah, it, was, it. You probably looked into it, it a little like bit little more. Wooden, like uh, I don't know, like little this, the wooden pieces. pieces. Yeah, yeah, like it, it, it looked, looked like the, a checkerboard. Yeah, the production looked nice, like it did. And mm-hmm. if, if you would have got it, we would have reviewed it, and we would have been fine with it. I feel like it, it didn't look like it was a chintzy. Mm-mm grab but it definitely was for forty dollars it, it didn't ex- look like forty dollars you're definitely yeah. paying for it looked like a to be honest it looked like a game that would probably be paid played in the wizarding world mm-hmm. um it was kind of like i said the stadium and then kind of like boring pieces on the table mm-hmm. where it kind of fits that old school vibe of the wizarding world i also looked up replayability and i don't think it was high um, from reviewers hmm. but yeah it wouldn't have been worth it you said it, if you would have said yeah get this game i would have gotten it yeah well i immediately looked it up yeah so that's when i was like oh like i never even i never heard of it so mm-hmm. i was like that's neat and the box did look nice like you said it looked like it fit in like whatever mm-hmm. aesthetic harry potter universe that it was yeah. in i mean that's the that is i like the best part about uh universal is that where's any world Everything fits. Like, mm-hmm. nothing feels out of place. And uh, it was funny, you know, it's di- it's different now that it's been open for a while. But it was first open. Somebody, like, one of the team members was, like, uh, a cashier. And, mm-hmm. and somebody handed the money. And they were like, oh, I'll never get used to how your money mm-hmm. doesn't move. And stuff like that. Like, it's cool. Yeah. That aspect of things definitely stepped back. Like, <laughs> the, the guy serving us butterbeer was just talking about where he was from. Mm-hmm. And where that's not how it used they, to be. They hired muggles. That's all. Yeah, they yeah, hired muggles, muggles. Which is, there. that is the, the premise of the park <laughs> is that they, this is the day where they're letting muggles into the, into the wizarding mm-hmm. world. But, uh. Yeah, it was cool. It had me. Um, but I think I'd rather spend my money on other Harry Potter games that I've seen that mm-hmm. are, um, you know, from uh, USopoly and, and things like that. But it was a cool little thing that I never yeah. would have noticed before until this podcast. Yeah, and it was, it was like I said, it was the hook almost got you. It was literally we talked about last week where mm-hmm. I can't say if it was a good game or not because it's just that IP. It just makes me nervous. That's right. just like... I don't know if they're just trying to grab it. It's the forty dollars price tag was yeah. what I think what stopped me yeah. from telling you to get it. Yeah. If it was like twenty, I would have been like, here, I'll Venmo you twenty, get it. Right. But forty, I was like, eh. Like, mm. uh, like I said, there's Villainous has a, a steep price tag for the most part, mm-hmm. it, which is steep is coming from me uh, in terms of like thirty to forty dollars. Yeah. Which some people that might be cheap, but just for me and entering this world, and that's a little pricey for me. Yeah. So. To see the, you know, there was the level of detail in the board and the setup, but the, the pieces were a little bland for mm-hmm. me. That it would not justify that. And I probably, I mean, how often would I play? Yeah, I don't, it didn't look like a game that would. No. I wouldn't be like, oh my God, yeah. I went to the Wizarding World and this is what I brought <laughs> back. You know, that's not, that's not what I'm, I'm going to do. But uh, I'd rather spend that money on five or six butter beers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just amazing. Uh, butter beers, which I'm so excited, they're opening up a Harry Potter store in New York. They're going to be serving the theme park butter beer, That's which is exciting. The soda is whatever. The soda is very light in terms of like a normal soda, mm-hmm. um, so you can drink it a lot. You cannot replicate the foam at home. I've looked up many ways that mm-hmm. the foam makes the drink. You just can't. Nobody seems to have cracked the cracked the at home recipe, or it's super expensive if you want to get the all the ingredients to do it at home, but that's what I'm super excited about. So maybe that, that game will probably be there yeah, too. So might. if we change so maybe, our mind, yeah, yeah. we'll see. But uh, they also had Wizards Chess there, which I used to have growing up. And that's and just, I just chess, right? I just it played. Just... I play, I don't know how to play chess. I played checkers with it with my grandma. But that's what I mean. It's just yeah. essentially reskin yeah. chess yeah. set. Okay. That's yeah, cool. with the pieces. It's nice looking. Um, yeah. So it was a great time. Sounds fun. Yeah. No, I've never been was. there. So oh, you've know. never been no, to Universal. Been. I know it's, your wife. Has I've been to Universal, but I haven't been there since the Harry Potter stuff has opened up yeah my wife has gone a couple times well um i was saying to your wife uh when oliver gets his acceptance letter we'll have mm -hmm. to go we'll have to go back to hogwarts i mean i'm a disney person so i would go disney i am too i 100 percent am i prefer i prefer disney theme parks there's much more to do you you could do all of universal in two to three days Mm -hmm. disney you're there for a week you don't do everything Mm -hmm. um the rides are more adult centered and universal because uh, there's a more like thrill ride, mm-hmm. but the overall experience—if it wasn't for Harry Potter, I would never go to Universal. That's just what it is. Yeah, they have done Harry Potter perfectly. Better, it's better than 
as much as I like Batu, and as much as I l- I hate Avatar, but the have <laughs> the Avatar theme park in Animal Kingdom. As much as I like that and the detailing, nothing beats the Harry the immersiveness, the, the yeah. immersiveness in the Wizarding World, the design of the Wizarding World of Harry mm-hmm. Potter and Universal Studios. But that being said. You're talking getting your money's worth. Disney's probably the better yeah. the better option for sure. I think it's enough theme park. Yeah, talk. I was gonna say welcome to the Gateway yeah, Games yeah, podcast. Yeah. We are. I'm sorry. I, uh, no, no, I, no. I ramble. I ramble because I can sit here. My favorite podcast is a theme park podcast. Mm-hmm. I have a, a couple, but there's one podcast to ride if you're interested. That's what I listen to all the time. So mm-hmm. I'm always and I don't really have anybody. If I get the opportunity, I, I ramble. No, please. I've, like I said, mm-hmm. I I never been there, so I don't know. But yeah. so one of the things I did want to talk about though, when I looked up the game. I looked up Board Game Geek. So mm-hmm. that's something I've mentioned on the last three episodes, but haven't really talked about it. So if you're not a gamer, you're just like, what's this guy talking about? So BoardGameGeek.com is a website that's it's probably the most collective board game website ever. Like, it has every game. It has rankings. It gives away awards. It has forums. Um, if you're ever looking at a game in a store, uh, you go on there. Look it up. It has reviews. Who made it? Uh, other people talking mm-hmm. about it. Uh, if you ever have, if you ever buy one of these games and you don't know the rules, They're look it up to... on there. And there's forums, and most yeah. likely, someone else has had that question. So the, uh, two things. That is where I I got the solo rules mm-hmm. for villainous, and then also on our last podcast, I I teased a potential game IP game. That's right. Uh, <laughs> it was this Magic Kingdom park game from 2004 it's kind of hard to find but i looked it up on board and it had like, on board game geek and it had like a five rating and i was it's like never mind it's, it's not a worth children's it. children's game yeah so that like example that it may not always work but it's mm-hmm. a good way to go to if you want to get a rating on a game or a is this worth the buy yeah yeah and they have videos they have uh usually they have links to youtube so if like we mentioned last episode if you're more visual learner and need to mm. see someone play, there's they'd link up every YouTube review or how to play on Board Game Geek. So that's just if you hear me mention Board Game Geek or BGG for short, that's what I'm talking about, mm. and um, I recommend it. Like it's just like I said, you ever in Target or there's a game we're talking about on here, just look it up on there, and you there's people upload pictures, give reviews. It's useful. It's probably the most comprehensive board yeah. game website. It's like a uh... Like a Wikipedia kind of yeah, for yeah. for board games. Yeah, and they have a top ten of the hotness. It's called. So oh, do like, they? I yeah. didn't know they did that. So if a lot of people are talking about it, it'll mm-hmm. be like in their top ten. Is one of their top ten like hot games one of the one that you just bought? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we started this podcast with the intention of burning through my collection. <laughs> Since we started, <laughs> I've bought <laughs> I think ten more. <laughs> So I actually just went to the friendly local game shop near my house. I forget the name of it. By the end of the episode, I'll shout it out, or we'll just edit it in. Um, and I went in there with the intentions of getting a Parks expansion. Oh, okay. To my friendly local game shop in the in the hopes of getting the expansion for Parks, because I just want to support friendly local game stores and mm-hmm. um, over Amazon or anything. And that was my goal, to go in there, buy this... I think it's $20 expansion. So we talked about Target being, quote-unquote, like the mecca for board games. I was, <laughs> I think you mentioned that last episode, and I kind of laughed. Yeah. Because it, it's nothing. Well, compared, for me. Yes. For me, it is. <laughs> so compared to an actual game store. Really? Yes. Over, next time you go in, you should take a picture so we can post it on our Yeah, our like page. I said, we'll shout it out, and I'll I'll definitely yeah. put them on the Instagram. Um, whew really oh overload i just really yeah like i i've been to other ones but the one up near me is really nice and I, i'm blanking on the name it's bothering me um uh, but we will shout them out and so i walked out with four games <laughs> <laughs> did you um, get the expansion i did i okay. did okay. i got the expansion i got a game called silver and gold which is a little card game which i haven't played yet but i heard good things i bought an expansion for dixit which is a game that i love that we haven't talked about yet and then i bought wingspan which is 60 dollars. so (laughs) which even if it's it's the same price on amazon too so it's not like you could have saved some money right 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. They're comparable, yeah. And rather that money go to that. I'd rather, yeah, the local game Absolutely. shop. Friendly local game shop. Right. So, yeah, a lot of the games I've been getting lately are the hotness. So, I used to be a very IP-driven gamer. But lately, I with Everdell, Parks, and now Wingspan, they're the hotness. They're definitely in the top 20. I think Wingspan won awards. Like mm-hmm. the Spiel des Jahres, which I talked about with Tick the Ride. I think that was a winner last year. Uh, Parks, I'm sure, is getting all kinds of accolades. Yeah. And then uh, Everdell, because they're three of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Like, they yeah. truly are mm-hmm. amazing. And I definitely will talk about them. I'll bring them and introduce you once I kind of have yeah. mastered them a bit more. Yeah. But. Uh, hey, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So I looked up immediately some <laughs> game shops around here that we can go to and you can I would love buy that. more. I think there's one right up the street. There is, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so. That's that's the hotness on board game geek. I'm you again, sucked in. I, the hooks, the hooks. Again, it's I wanted to play with the games I have. I'm just buying so many more. Your wife's probably thrilled. Oh, she is. She absolutely every Amazon box that comes in. What did you get, Brian? Yeah. Well, I, I, she got you the the Everdell yeah. She got me the Everdell and Park. So I'll, I'll that's get her, it to her. She is yeah. She's feeding into it. But the trick is, I also order like something for my son. Oh, okay. And so it's like formula and a game. So I'm yeah. like, oh, it's formula. No problem. And I'll shake it. <laughs> like, you're rolling around. And then I'll run and throw the game away. <laughs> nah. Nah. Well, cool. All right. Do you want to get into our game? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, Drum roll it up. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So it is Pokemon Battle Academy. So I have seen this game when you've brought it over for... Our game days, mm-hmm. but I, we've never even yeah. cracked it open once. Yeah. So, for as long as we've been friends, we never really talked about it. What's your like history or familiarity with Pokemon? With Pokemon? Yeah. So, I liked it growing up. I was definitely, when it came to the cards, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I was a Yu-Gi-Oh oh, kid. I even had like the, the Yu-Gi-Oh thing that sat on your wrist okay. and played. Me and my neighbor would play that. We never really played Pokemon. Okay. But um, Pokemon Stadium, one of the best games I've ever played growing up uh, on n64 mm-hmm. my neighbor had it i never owned an n64 that is like the one thing in my life that i <laughs> wish i could change because n64 had some great games um but i love the pokemon blue red yellow okay. for, the, for the game boy so you have familiarity yeah with yeah okay. i'm, I'm I just, super we never familiar. talked about it so i wasn't no, sure um and i like the cartoon okay. i did watch the cartoon growing up out of like the main five pokemon i did download pokemon go when it came out because that mm. was the big thing Everyone but did. out of like the five or six po- main pokemon I probably can't name you any, okay. but I've played a lot of the games, uh, so I'm very familiar with so the So you IP. fell off, though? Oh, absolutely, Okay, yeah. so you don't know there's like 997 nope. Pokemon nope. now. Nope, as far point. as I know, that there's only Charizard, uh, Bulbasaur, and uh, Pikachu, and Snorlax, and uh, I'm blanking on Squirtle. Okay. I love Squirtle. Yeah. You say you named like six out of yeah, 900, Squirtle. not bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I personally love Pokemon. I've... I think I was in sixth grade when it came out. So I was the perfect like mm-hmm. age. Uh, game Boy, the original giant block Game Boy with the cartridges. I've played every Pokemon game that they've come out with. Every okay. generation of Game Boy, every generation. like I've gotten every one. I still own a lot of them. I've collected the Pokemon cards since they came out. I've never played the game. I don't know why. It just, you know, I'm sure you I did too. I feel like, like a, a, yeah, we, I had a little binder uh, where Yu-Gi-Oh! I actually played. Pokemon, mm. I, I never did. Yeah, I still have a lot of my old Pokemon cards, and I still have a giant collection, but I just, for some reason, I don't know. Like, when we were younger... I think a lot of it was just about yeah. collecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of aesthetic mm-hmm. to Pokemon that I really enjoy. The Pokeball, um, Ash Ketchum's hat I had. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I was into it when yeah. I was younger, but I don't really remember anything. Yeah, so... Which we're on the... the it's the anniversary, correct? Yeah, so that's... I just want to give, like, a lot of feedback about this game. Because I, I was going to save this game for later, because I wanted to do almost, like, a trading card, like, month or, like, a theme, an episode. But right now, this is huge in the news. So I'm like, you know what? Like, let's bust this out. I never played it. It could be interesting for both of us to kind of learn... And with everything going on. So, as you said, we're in a 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Holy crap. Yeah. So, it's been around for 25 years. Again, like, it's insane. And it's, it is it is kind of crazy for, like, a, a, a cartoon uh, card game. 
like kind bad. of anything yeah. to stay around for 25 years. I mean, um, I don't remember the last time they had a cartoon on Saturdays, mm-hmm. but that IP has has thrived. I feel like it did hit a little lull, but it's mm-hmm. come back stronger than ever, and they remade the movie. And yeah, where I, I could definitely say I there was a point where I was like, oh, I don't like Pokemon. It's because I got too cool. Yeah, I was you like, got that's too cool. cool. Yeah. Now I'm like, I love Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care. And I feel like everyone, I feel like there was a generational divot where that kind of happened where people who were younger who grew up with it were like all right i'm in college now yeah i'm not playing pokemon anymore and now i think since pokemon go has come out it's had a huge resurgence Mm -hmm. and also with the 25th anniversary it's this year has been huge for them so a trading card game or like a collectible card game how that works is with the games that we've played you buy the box and what's in there is kind of what's in there. With a trading card or collectible card game, you buy packs of cards. So there'll be 15 cards in a pack, and you don't know what's inside. So that's part of the allure of buying these type of games. And there's always usually like one rare or like shiny card. So that's why people buy these packs, because you don't know what's inside. You're trying to get that good card. Um, and then with this game is you buy those packs and you build a deck of like energy and items and you fight other people. So it's a game where you you create a deck and that's part of the allure of these type of games and why they last so long is because they're money makers. So they're oh, yeah. constantly pumping out. It's like um, new it's cyclical. They're constantly yeah. making like more it's, and more. It's more so about the add-ons than the actual game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure the game is not too expensive, maybe like 20 to 25 dollars. Yeah, so this box is like a starter box. Uh, it's like I got it for twenty bucks, and it's three packs, three decks of cards, and it's literally a starter pack. So it has instructions of how to play the packs for someone who's never played. So with the Pokemon IP right now, it's huge again because during the pandemic, uh, Twitch and YouTubers have been buying up Pokemon cards. And just like opening, like unboxing videos, really? but opening. So they'll hold it in front of the camera and like show the cards, and people are watching this. I don't, That's, I don't understand. I, but it's the the world of Twitch and streaming mm-hmm. is over my head. I'm not a YouTube video video guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, I, I have with some of the theme park stuff, but um, that that never appealed to me. But yeah. it does to a lot of people. Yeah. So it's like which that, is awesome. It, it's it's cool to see things kind of research yeah so and then during the pandemic logan paul yeah okay is a, a apparently a famous youtuber i know the name but i don't know him and he live streamed an opening of a base box so a base box is um i think it goes for like a hundred dollars and it has like multiple packs multiple like it's just like a box you kind of buy and it just has like a lot in there okay. pokemon stuff like sleeves and everything mm-hmm. so he bought a base box which was the original base first set which never opened is worth money it's worth a good amount of money um i think they says two hundred thousand dollars holy yeah for this game no oh just pokemon so a pokemon trading card game base box of the original 1997 holy cow yeah because it's it's, almost, it's oh yeah it's, it's age yeah. it's yeah it's rarity yeah. no one yeah. everyone's opened them like at mm-hmm. that time people didn't think they were worth money so they weren't saving them but somebody had the foresight to save it so supposedly Logan Paul bought this two hundred thousand dollar box and opened it on his streaming. Wow. So he opened the box, took out the packs of cards that were inside, sold each pack of card unopened, eleven thousand dollars each. Uh, yeah. Holy crap. Because And that's like ten cards a pack? Fifteen. Oh my gosh. Because you're chasing You're cha- you're chasing Charizard. In that pack could be a Charizard card because a Charizard card graded could go for like $226,000. Just the card. In my notes, I have Rapper Logic. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. During the pandemic, he purchased a PSA graded Perfect 10, which means like a perfect, like not scratch, not dirty, not whatever. Perfect condition. First edition Charizard card for $226,000. Holy crap. So while this is... What do you is, do with that? I, you, display? You display it, yeah. Where do you display a Pokemon card? It's small. It's not even like you like put well, it... Well, in the grade, in the it, it comes like sealed and like in a right. nice plastic. Whatever. <laughs> Again, yeah. if you care. Yeah. But all this is like, it's all the perfect storm. We got 25th anniversary. We got the rapper Logic. We have Logan Paul. We have Twitch. 
All this is going on during a pandemic where people are bored of stuff to do, yep. stuff to collect, yeah, stuff to buy. So Pokemon's blowing up. McDonald's runs a promotion for Pokemon cards and our Happy Meals. People are going in, oh yeah, buying as mm. many as they can get to flip, to sell in the aftermarket. People are going in. Regular kids are going in McDonald's trying to get Pokemon cards sold out. Yeah, wow. Because people are going in and be like, can I buy... Five packs. Not even five. I'm talking hundreds of packs. Holy crap. I was going on Facebook Marketplace at the time, and people had, like, boxes. Like, they went in, and they had the McDonald's given box of Pokemon cards that had probably, had like, 100 packs, if not more. So they're probably going in and be like, oh, give me that box. Boom, That's boom. crazy. And then they were able to flip it because people are... People were Jones, and for some reason, like, it just... It was the perfect storm for Pokemon. Um, cereal boxes, certain general mill cereals had pokemon packs inside of them and i showed you the picture that i found on twitter of a cd case lock on the cereal with a sensor because people were stealing opening these boxes up and taking the pokemon cards out holy crap yes holy crap so they were putting these boxes (laughs) away because people were like see it's funny i didn't i knew nothing about so all like i said all this last year it's been a perfect storm wow for pokemon how Um, about that uh it gets crazier. So, oh gosh, the PSA card grading company stopped services. So you can mail in a card, and no they would grade, grade it. it and send it back. They stopped. They oh. want we're not doing Pokemon anymore. So in 2020, they said they had over like a million Pokemon cards that were graded. They said from January to March, they were looking to quadruple that amount of grades. Holy crap! In just those three months, they went. This is bad. Like they knew. The trend was going to continue, so they went, we're not great them anymore. Like, this, we're putting a halt. We're done. Target recently, two, three weeks ago, stopped selling Pokemon cards. Just stopped. They said, we're not doing it anymore because it became dangerous. Because people were going on, like, if they stocked Pokemon cards on, like, Wednesday mornings, people were in line. And the guy would be, like, taking it out of the box on the shelf, and they were, like, ripping out the hand. They were harassing the people. Uh, employees were buying the Pokemon cards before they were getting put out, and people were riding because they are trying to get this stuff. And it stinks because it's, I want to say, mostly flippers who are trying to yeah, make a profit, trying to flip always. it. They're ruining it for people that just want to collect and always. just want to play. Um, so It's the same thing with kind of everything. Yeah, the PlayStation, yeah. Uh, I know a lot of theme park people go in and buy in bulk mm-hmm. and resell it's, it sucks it's it's i hate that flippers people make a living out yeah, of flipping but it's people that. that buy it too like i yeah. i want a ps5 but i'm not gonna buy one on the aftermarket i'll wait because yeah, i'm not exactly. gonna support that but so that's what's going on that's why i want to bring this game yeah wow now, that's incredible that's that's incredible a lot happening this year's no the, idea yeah, yeah no idea yeah so they had a big resurgent five years ago with pokemon go as you mentioned but not like this. So I have a question about the grading. So if they're not doing it, is anybody grading? The I'm cards? sure there's other companies. I don't. I don't know the the whole grading system. Because that gives it. I know, PSA is like one of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe other companies are kind of doing it. But I mean, that's probably the top tier. Was comic books have? I forget the company that does that as well. They have a grading oh, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what's going on in the world of Pokemon. It's insanity like Mm -hmm. it really is like for something that's been around for 25 years that's wild so let me give you a rundown of this box because this box is perfect for if you want to play with a kid if you have a kid who's interested in pokemon you don't know anything about it you don't have to run out and fight these scalpers and shoot somebody (laughs) to get cards because this has three pre-built ready to go Okay, good. Yeah. We're not building anything today. I didn't build these. Okay. They're as is. They're just as is. Yep. So, like I said, Trading Guard came came around 1996. This box came out in 2020. Uh, Says two players, ages six and up, which I'm not sure. It's a lot of reading, so I don't know if six and up would be accurate, but if you have a decent enough reader or you can... YouTube. Yeah, or carry their hands through the Mm -hmm. game. Like, I think six would be good. Um, Takes about 20 minutes. Published by Wizard of the Coast and the Pokemon international company uh msrps for about twenty dollars it's a called a deck construction and card drafting game so like i said if you wanted to build decks that's kind of what that is you're constructing your deck we don't have to with this game 
And it's made by, it was designed by Takumi Akabane and Suneka Ishihara. I'm hoping I didn't, yeah, I'm hoping I didn't butcher them, but I always like to give recognition to yeah. the designers and so artists. So you want to do kind. our uh, back of the box segment? Yeah, I'm curious if there is anything on the back of the box. There sure is. Back of the box! Back of the box. Join the Pokemon trainers at the Battle Academy. Prepare for a Pokemon battle with the ready-to-play Pokemon trading card Battle Academy. The Battle Academy includes everything two players need to play with guides to their decks so your first game is easy to follow. You can choose Charizard or Pikachu to lead your team in a heads-up battle against another trainer, then switch up the decks to play Mewtwo against Charizard or Pikachu, and lead a different team of Pokemon into the arena with a little strategy, a little luck. You can battle with the best. It's funny because I never read the back of the boxes to anything until you started <laughs> mentioning that. Oh, it's a I, nice little synopsis. Because in episode one, you're like, read the back ticket to ride. And it has like a whole story. I didn't know what there was a story to ticket to ride. I was like, oh, that's there's actually a purpose in this game. Yeah. It's not just building trains. Sometimes. So, yeah, it's a fun little segment. But you ready to go try yeah. this out? You want to go play? Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right see you soon. what you think uh dude that was a lot of fun yeah i i didn't think i was gonna like it to be honest with you but i did yeah uh, i mean i i liked it i don't i, I can't say i loved it no it's a train it's a it's yeah. a training card game it's easy we played three times yeah so so i think the presentation's perfect for what it is for mm-hmm. 20 dollars this is you learning how to play i think was fantastic yeah both of our decks came with books as long as you can shuffle the decks, it literally says, like, these are your top, mm-hmm. like, what, 15 cards, and it gives you a step-by-step. So you would take your turn, it told you what to do, I would take my turn, told me what to do for, like, what, three rounds, and yeah. then we were on our own. And by that, we knew what we are doing. We're yeah. Like, yeah, we get it. Yeah, we um never knew how to play. Mm-mm. We never knew how to play before, and we picked up on it super quick. Uh, it wasn't challenging. It was fun. Yeah. And uh, we were able to, like, kind of hit the ground running, honestly, with it. Um. I think me me playing Magic for years, because I played Magic Together, which is a similar trading card game. They mm-hmm. start around the same time. I had an idea of, like, the mechanics of okay. what to do. Like, it's not, it, like you said, it's not an overly complicated game. Mm-mm. It's just, you draw seven cards to start. You have a base Pokemon. You play on your bench or in active play. Yeah. And then you have a bench you could put more basic Pokemon on. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. We started off, the, the game comes with a Pikachu deck mm-hmm. and a Charizard deck. And I was the Pikachu deck and you were the Charizard deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it, it's something I had no interest in. Absolutely no interest in. Yeah. Uh, I never, I'm not really a trading card game kind of person. Uh, but this was super easy to learn and fun and to the point where I wanted to increase the the reward kind of how you determine somebody wins basically is a card which we'll get into that Um, but i wanted to increase that on our second round i was Mm -hmm. like you want to move it up to five instead of four and because i was enjoying it and um so yeah we'll we'll get into it i don't know if you want to go over the rules yeah so like i said so basic round of the game is you draw start with seven cards in your hand and if you've if you're not familiar with pokemon they evolve and so they're basically creatures that evolve into better creatures that are stronger. So in your hand, you could have a basic Pikachu. Everyone kind of has Pikachu. So you have Pikachu. His evolved form is a Raichu. So you play Pikachu, and then any time you can evolve him into Raichu. Um, and for those that don't know the Pokemon as well, like I don't, uh, it shows you in the top corner. Like it'll say, this is a stage like the basic version of mm-hmm. Pikachu will be in the top corner, so you know. Oh, okay, this is I can evolve Pikachu with yeah. this card. And yeah, it's, it's easier to follow. And yeah, because same with all the other Pokemon. Yeah, if you don't, if you're not familiar with Pokemon or you don't know all 900, <laughs> you don't realize that this is a evolved form because they don't look alike all the time. No, <laughs> like they look no, dramatically they different yeah. sometimes. So, and then you can also attach uh, an energy card. So in the Pikachu deck, all the energy was yellow electric energy, and RPs was all. Yeah, it was all yellow. Yeah, you had the electric. That's right. We swapped. We did swap. So if mm-hmm. I kind of mix up, yeah, it's because we exchanged decks on the second game. 
so yeah, so in Charmanders, it's all red fire energy, and Pikachu's, it's all yellow electric energy. You attach those to the cards by just, like, kind of putting them underneath, and on the card itself, it has how many energy you need to attack. So it, it'll just be, like, one energy to... Scratch. Scratch. And it's... For 10 damage. Mm-hmm. And then in the top uh, right-hand corner of the card, it'll be your health. So you'll be, like, 80 health. It would take eight scratches to knock them out but the more energy you attach i ran into that yeah (laughs) i I wore you down yeah but uh, the more energy you attach there could be better attacks and Mm -hmm. then you can also attach energy and when they evolve they have even better attacks yep so it's and all different sort of um some of them have ways you can get additional damage things that you can only do once Mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of um, I don't want to say a lot. There was a, there was differences between each card that made them feel different, mm-hmm. and uh, and kind of set goals for yourself to mm-hmm. be like, okay, let me get to this. And it is it's a mental game. You gotta manipulate the board the best way you can to give yourself the advantage. Which so like on the third game, I out of the gate I had like two Pokemon, so I played the one. Uh, low health, low dam, low damage, like low. A, a basic Pokemon. Basic yeah. Pokemon, low health, low attack. Um, so I kind of just wore down Brian's Pokemon because these were the, these were just the the cards I was dealt, mm. and kind of it had that feeling of kind of from the get go, you can somewhat sometimes tell if you're going to be fighting an uphill battle mm. or if you're going to be kind of in the lead with it, and I, I ended up losing. Uh, but it did come close, mm-hmm. uh, and like I said, I wore down his guy, and he switched him out. Well, then I evolved him. He so evolved I, him. I also had a basic Pokemon mm-hmm. with like sixty health. Yeah. And you add him to like forty damage, and you were like, "All right, two more turns, I can knock this guy out as long as I don't do anything with him." And mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was attaching an energy to my benched Pokemon, mm-hmm. which I knew what you were doing. Yeah. I was like, "I know he's leaving this lamb to slaughter," yeah. but. There's nothing else I can yeah, do. Yeah, so and then I evolved him, and his health went up to, like, 120. So mm-hmm. it was just, he was just there mm-hmm. taking, tanking damage. So the only problem with that is if you did knock him out, you draw one of your prize cards. So your prize cards are, a, a like, what, four, four cards you put aside at the beginning of the game face down. Whenever you knock someone's Pokemon out, you draw one of those prize cards. I think that's an interesting mechanic it's also an easy way to keep track of your standing in the game yeah but i also think it's a it's a really neat mechanic because if you're somebody who builds a deck and you put like one really strong pokemon in there that pokemon could be in that prize deck you might not be able to draw him yeah so it's a good point yeah it's a neat randomizer to kind of maybe knock out yeah strong card but yeah kind of in a way can be an advantage or level the playing mm-hmm. field in in a way for sure yeah i thought that was a neat mechanic i haven't seen before mm-hmm. in like these types of games because i i need a certain card and i kept drawing and drawing and drawing and yeah. i would play cards that would make me draw more and i wasn't getting it yeah. and i thought maybe i was like oh it might be in this prize mm-hmm. deck let me stop worrying about that yeah the, there were other cards so i, I believe brian went through it, but if he didn't it's um you draw a card you can attach a card mm-hmm. evolve a pokemon um and then the last thing you do is attack, and it's the end of your turn. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of specialty cards, right? They're like trainer cards. Trainer, trainer cards. Trainer cards or item cards, they're called. Which allows you to draw three, mm-hmm. draw six, reshuffle your deck. Like, little advantages. Swap Pokemon, which mm-hmm. I found to be helpful the one turn that I won. Um, and things of that nature that added a little oomph to the game. Because yeah, you need it. You can't just be like, all right, play, die. Mm-hmm. You need some oomph. You need, like, a bit sure. of swinginess. Yeah, yeah. Like, because you kind of saw once the second game I brought out what's called a GX Pokemon. And this is like... And I knew that was a, I yeah. was dead. Because I at this point, he brought out his GX Pokemon. And I had Charizard out, finally. But not the GX version mm-hmm. of Charizard. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, I thought I was going to yep. win because we were tied. Yeah, you brought out Charizard, who's and one of the big bads. But he got spanked pretty He got easily. spanked because of the, there's a lot of... Yes, this might be a high-powered attack, but then there's another flip side to it where, okay, you can't attack next turn, mm-hmm. or... Um, it costs you energy. It costs me yeah. energy, so then I can't do anything. Um, it's it, it's interesting. It, it really... You have to think, and mm-hmm. you have to be kind of methodical with it in a way like chess. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to think, kind of think about your 
your third and fourth move while you're doing your first and yeah, second. Yeah, you definitely have to you have to think to what your opponent mm-hmm. is going to do. Because at one point you had you evolved in Charmeleon, and I went, okay, he probably has Charizard. I know Charizard's a problem, so I started building toward when he would come out. And the one Pokemon I had, his damage does more if he evolves that turn and mm-hmm. then attacks. So normal damage would be like 60. If I evolved him and then tacked him in the same turn, it would do 90. So that was just a little bit of extra oomph to knock Charizard down a few pegs. However, Charizard did want to attack and killed me immediately. Yeah. So it's like I was able to hit him, but then took the damage. Um, the GX Pokemon, I think, are interesting as well. I don't know what GX means. I don't know what that is, but it's just they're... It seemed like another... They're cons- a souped-up version. Yeah, because there's a GX Charizard that I didn't get, mm-hmm. but you got the GX Val- Raichu, Raichu yeah. which is Pikachu leveled yeah, up. Yeah, so um, they have an... Ins- I, I would have been curious to see what Charizard's difference yeah, was. Yeah, they have an insane amount of health. They're All their attacks do an insane amount. Then, and they have one like super attack. So the one super attack I had did like 200 damage. But I can only do it once per game. Mm-hmm. Which is neat, but then the, his other attack was still 120. Yeah. Which so, is insane. Like yeah, that's There's not many, between the, the things we played, there's not many Pokemon with mm-hmm. health over like 110, 120. Like yeah. my Charizard was 160. And I got I got one use out of him yeah. and he was dead. Because of, I mean, obviously you had your yeah. powerful one. But there's there's uh, the the one electric pokemon the electrive electrive yeah. which his attack which you need four energy for mm-hmm. was 170 mm-hmm. but then you can't use them next turn so whatever there, yeah so i guess there are there's checks and balances there's yeah there's ways to do things but i think and then the other advantage of the gx or disadvantage is if he managed to defeat it you draw two prize cards so it is like all right you managed to take out this giant here's two, two. prize cards which right. is the health essentially but I know, I don't know a lot about the game, but I know not all the GXs are, like, evolved Pokemon. So there are, like, base GX cards. Okay. So you can just play it right out of your hand without having oh. to evolve. Yeah, so, I mean... I didn't know that. Yeah, so just going by the... We'll just go by this box. Mm-hmm. I think the gameplay's good. I think the price point, $20, what you get, fantastic. Yeah, If you want to learn how to play Pokemon... Because it comes with, I don't know, 40 cards? Each deck probably has It's the thickness 40. of a deck of cards. Yeah. So, uh, I guess it was at 52 pick up. You know, 50. Yeah, I mean, I imagine 60 per deck. Yeah, there's a, it's a hefty amount. Yeah. It's not chintzy or cheap at nah. all. So, for $20, when I saw it, um, I thought that was cool. What did you what did you think of the artwork? Though? Because this is the thing we always do talk about yeah. is the artwork. I mean, it's... Is this standard Pokemon, or yeah. is it a little different? No, from... it's standard. It is okay. like a... I, I'm, I don't know 100%, because, again, I'm not familiar with Pokemon, like, currently the Pokemon cards, but I'm pretty sure these are reprinted mm-hmm. cards. You see, you actually mentioned that while we were playing, because there's a little Charizard in the bottom like corner. Like an emblem that represents yeah. that's from this set. And you think that that's so people can't use this in, like, a normal battle? Like, tournament? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I... Yeah, like, I don't know how the whole tournament scene works with Pokemon, okay. but, yeah, I mean, I, I'd i imagine these are all reprinted for this game, but I don't know 100%. Are there any expansions? For this? I mean, just the... Oh, just, like, going and doing your own. Yeah, just doing your own thing would be the expansion. I didn't know if there was, like, a Squirtle starter no, deck. I, as far as I know, this is a one-off. They've never done... They always have, like, starter sets, mm-hmm. which just has, like, a deck of cards they've never done anything like this which is why i was interested i was like oh this is cool it comes with a really nice board the board breaks everything down for you it shows you where the health is where the attack is where like it it gives a little grid that says like this is what you do in a turn and i think that's i think that was really nice i was like all right if i ever do decide to get into you can use this i could use the board and you can use it to teach someone Mm -hmm. i learned we learned this game yeah so quick yeah uh, having never played before, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think every everything about this is nice. I don't know if I would ever build my own deck and like play. Know. I don't want to say never, but I have no interest. Like I, 
I thought the game was fine, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Yeah. I, I already thought that. I was like, this could be bad. But yeah. it does scratch that itch. Like, if you mm-hmm. have, like, oh, you know, okay, let me break out the the, the uh, let me break out the game, and I'll play for a little bit today, yep. and I got that itch scratched. Yeah, it's three decks. I mean, even if I do want to build two more decks, I can throw them in that box, and then one yeah. day just be like, hey, RP, like, you want to play this Pokemon mm-hmm. game? I, I added two more decks. Yeah. So but I think the problem with that is, though, it's the same reason I had problem I had with magic is just like people that worship the game or like research the game can build an engine mm-hmm. that you're just like, well, this thing's even fun. Yep. Like, all right, you have eight GXs in your deck and I can't do anything. Like, yeah, somebody could definitely engineer a deck that mm-hmm. takes away the fun of the game. Yeah. And that was the fun of the game was I was actually invested and super disappointed when mm-hmm. I lost. And we were on an even playing field. Yeah. We, when I lost on that third, because <laughs> that was a grind. That third game was a grind, mm-hmm. and it was just like deflating the tires out of a car. That's how I felt. I was like, damn. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. I mean, I will recommend this. Yeah. I would, 100%. Uh, if you're somebody who's minutely interested in the Pokemon trading card game without going all in, I think $20 is the perfect price. If that's it, $20. If this was 30 I would even say for thirty, it's worth. Yeah, it. for thirty, I would say yes. For forty, I would have not bought it. Twenty, yeah. I saw it on the shelf, and I went, "Oh, twenty dollars comes mm-hmm. with a good amount, of everything you need." Mm-hmm. So there was two decks, and do you know anything about the advanced deck that was in there? We didn't use it. No, I'd imagine it's just. I'm curious of what that might be. Maybe that could be a mini episode in the future. Yeah, I know it's just like a Mewtwo deck, and it might just have like a few mechanics that are different. Yeah, I'd it, imagine it can't be any different. Because there was a rule book for the advanced section yeah. that we didn't get into. Yeah, but I. Again, 20, if you want to learn how to play, mm-hmm. and you have, like, kids. Like, if you're a parent that just, at one point, was nostalgic for Pokemon, and your kid's interested, I think this is a perfect jumping-on point. I think this is a great gateway game, too, because mm-hmm. it was super easy to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be a gateway game in the way that you traditionally think. Mm-hmm. And when we actually sat down to play, when, when you broke it first out, I didn't think it was just the card game. I actually thought it was something different. Okay. Uh, but that it was the card game, I was fine with it. It yeah. was cool. Um yeah. yeah, I'm glad to have finally played. Like yeah, I said, no, for all the cool. years that I've collected cards, I never knew what to do with it. So how long um, have you had that game for? This just came out in March. Oh, okay. During so everything. Yeah, this, this... This is a perfect game for if you're stuck at home yeah. with one other person. You could even play yourself. You you could, I'm but... I'm sure there's solo rules. Yeah, absolutely. But, but it's not... It's different. It's Yeah, this is definitely a competitive mm-hmm. game you want to play with somebody. And, um, I was competitive. I yeah. would say that. I was. Yeah. But it, yeah, twenty it's bucks, cool, man. I recommend it. Yeah, thank you for bringing it over. Um, again, nothing I ever would have wanted to play before. Yeah, in the, I mean that in the like the best way. It just mm-hmm. never was something I was interested in. Yeah, and, it did and... surprise you. I could tell because you after the first game, you definitely were like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, you. I, could I got tell, it. Like, yeah, because yeah, I could tell when I set it up, you're just like, all right, like this is pokemon and it's mm-hmm. not but as soon as the first game and it all clicked i could tell you were just like yeah all right this is fine like, it clicked and i was like do you want to go again mm-hmm. and you're like yeah and i was like another one and you're yeah. like yeah all right let's go so i think three times was the perfect amount for sure yeah. um any closing thoughts on that game now i think uh i think we so. covered it artwork was good uh yeah, yeah. simplicity level and we recommend it, yeah, right? it's a good jumping on game. Yeah. All right, so That's then. the end of that segment. Um, and then we'll do our new segment, Kick It or Kickstart It. Woo! I want to talk about some of the old Kickstarters that we talked about. Um, Paradiseopoly, which we talked about last week. Fund it. Yeah. Uh, it made it. I don't have all the information in front of me, but I thought that was a big deal. Uh, unfortunately, these episodes come out. We, yeah, we have like we said before, we have lives, so we <laughs> we in a way bank them, yeah. so that we can release them on a week on a bi-weekly schedule that makes it easy for us and to be a consistent podcast. I would love if my life allowed for us to meet multiple Weekly, times yeah. <laughs> uh, once a week or play games once a week, uh, but we can't. But, so we do that. So we're la- we're making you aware of Kickstarters. Yeah. But the Paradise Opoly one, I'm proud to say, that was the one with the uh, Paradise California. And they made it, down. right? And they made it. Yep, they, awesome. their Kickstarter worked out. The other Kickstarter I want to talk about 
okay. is the X-Men United one that we talked about a few weeks ago. So we talked about Marvel United and in our first episode and how much I backed it. And X-Men United was either going on during that or about to come up. Yeah, I think it was just getting ready to start. Yep. So I Which can, it's over now. Yes, it's over. But I could say that I'm in the hole. That <laughs> I ended up going all in. They, they got me. Uh, they got me too. Um, yeah, I had to talk you down. Yeah, I, <laughs> again, at that point, I was not a solo gamer. Still really not. But I was able to get a copy of the Guardians of the Galaxy from the first run through your order. Yeah, so I ended up ordering it. And I didn't go all in, but I went pretty deep. And then you can add on. So one of the add-ons was one of the some of the original Marvel United, which I didn't back everything from that one. So I text you and I'm like, listen, like I can order the Guardians one as an add-on. Do you want it? And you said, yeah. So your dad's coming in, and then I'm probably two hundred dollars <laughs> into the X Men United. You're getting a lot of stuff. I am absolutely. I love the Marvel United game. Mm-hmm. It's something we're gonna talk about eventually. Yeah. But that's that's where I was at. In case you're wondering, like, oh, I wonder if Ryan is yeah. divorced yet. I'm <laughs> close. I'm close. Now, they had a lot of cool stuff. Uh, what was the biggest reveal from... So, the biggest reveal, and I actually texted you and I said, I was like, if they don't do a Sentinel, mm-hmm. I'll be shocked. And instead, they did three Sentinels. And they're big. They're giant. Mm-hmm. So, that was a big one. That's I think that's the one that got me. Mm-hmm. Because they did, like, a lot of X-Men, I didn't know. And they did, like, Deadpool, which I was like, I like Deadpool, but it's not. And that's Night... not the draw. So... And Nightcrawler was, a, like, a last reveal, right? Yeah, Nightcrawler was a... He's a cool character. Yeah, but... Of the boxes that got me, it was the Sentinels. Uh, they did three Sentinels and then like a Wolverine. It's from the Days of Future Past. Yeah. So that box was cool. What made me almost consider getting in was the Fantastic yep, Four. That was it. Yep. I knew. I knew you would talk about that one. Yes. For some reason, the Fantastic Four <laughs> were added to the X Men Kickstarter. It doesn't make any really. I mean, I guess they cross over, but that was and they're a, relatable. But that was the last box they revealed, and that's when like which I think they surge. They knew they're like we're gonna reveal this last Doctor Doom's in there. Yeah, like it's gonna it's be cool, yes. man. Um, which I guess this is them also being like we're we're done. Like we're yeah I'm because curious. because like they could have done another like were they in that first run they got a lot of characters mm-hmm. i don't really know what's what's left the inhumans maybe there's i mean there's they tons could. of they could like b they characters could i was saying i wonder but the fantastic four i went through the whole process had it in my cart everything yeah, I, I told you i have it we can play whenever yeah that one i'm excited for yeah which but next year yeah <laughs> so I know, in a we year we're gonna get year. it so two other kickstarters i want to talk about are they didn't start yet so i think that's gonna be my new thing is kind of talk about these Kickstarters that aren't started yet. So mm-hmm. by the time this episode comes out... You can make the decision if you started. want to kickstart it yeah. or kick it. So kick there's it or two really cool ones. Like, we'll decide if they're cool yeah. if you want to kickstart it. I think they're interesting. So the one is you and I are talking about maybe doing some role-playing with like Dungeons & Dragons. It's something we want to present to the table mm-hmm. eventually. So there's a cool one called Orbit Dice. And they're, again, they're unnecessary, but <laughs> I think they look cool where, so a normal Dungeons and Dragons, you need like a D20, a D12, D4. Which I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, so you need like these 20-sided die, so it's 1 through 20. When you roll it, you do something, it's cool. There's one called Orbit Dice, and they're, they're orbs, they're balls. I don't know why, but I think they're cool looking, like they're like little... Little egg-looking thing. Oh, that is cool. And that is that's really cool. Yeah, you would. They so have, the, do they stop? So they have a video comparing it to a normal D twenty. Inside the orb is the shape of almost like a jacks. Like you know, jacks. Like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the game jacks, the metal. Yeah, like thing. the pointy, pointy yes. ends. So yeah. inside is almost that shape, and there's a metal ball inside. So I, as it's moving, the balls rolling around but eventually it'll get stuck into one of those holes and it weighs it down stops it that's cool so they they have a video comparing a regular die versus a orby and orby doesn't go as far as a die so you would think it would roll right off the table but it does it's weighted down yeah so physics man yeah so as of now how how, what are they looking they're only asking for like they're trying to get eighteen thousand. and what are they at nothing it didn't start yet oh that's right sorry so to back it 
think. To get like one set is like $59. That's. I know. Again. For this how is many? Like, for just one. For like a D1, 4, a 12. So you're getting 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 of these. Okay. If you're an RPG player, this is something exciting for you. Like it's, Yeah, it's like. It's unnecessary, but it is like cool. It's like $7 a, a dice, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I don't know what it's made of, the material and all, but they're also, some of the tiers are, like, different kind of designs. So the one I showed you, like, a red design. The white design's cool. The one of them is, like, a white dragon that looks, It looks like a dragon design. egg, yeah. Yeah, and they have, like, eight other ones they haven't revealed yet. Which we'll post these on our Instagram yeah. so that you can see them. But um, I think that's a neat... So there's the tier, do you just get different colors and more? As of now, yeah. Like, just... if you went to the second tier, do you get the first set and the second set? I think you just pick which one you want. Mm. so you you pledge 59 dollars, but as they get more money and like stuff unlocks you could pick what design you want that's what it seems like it hasn't started yet like i said but i think that's interesting you seem interested in it so it seems like you're going to kickstart it i would love to kickstart it but i'm not enough of an rpg player the if thing this is... was something that i if you and i and like a group had a dungeons and dragons like group consistent that we group i would absolutely this looks fun like it mm -hmm. looks just like a neat my thing is, I look at it as sixty bucks. Yeah, that's sixty bucks. That's though. two or three games. That is, you know, a PS5 mm -hmm. game. That's how I look at things. <laughs> Half of a grocery a grocery trip store bill. Uh, that's that like that's how I look at it currently. I, as we so so RP, you gotta kick it or kickstart it. <laughs> uh, since I would probably never use them, <laughs> kick it. Um, it's a really cool. To me, that's, that's a, cool a cool idea. idea. Yeah. It's something new, and it's yeah. innovative and creative, and it has my attention. It's just I, the price point. Yeah. So if you're, I uh, think if it was, if you're listening and you're a gamer, yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's there super... would be no use for me. No. Uh, like I had, playing villainous solo, they actually recommend a using 20 a twenty-sided die. die, but I just used a piece of paper yeah. and kept track. And the die, of you would my just turn. turn. This, yeah, that's all it is. This, you'd be trying to turn, and that yeah, ball inside like, might ball. be like a. Um, so I would, so, I would kick alternate universe, Brian, you would kickstart it. That has a D and D group. I would kickstart this. I yeah. Think the if, price point. I think if it was $30 plus shipping, I could get behind that. Okay. But just price point and use. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. For you, it's not useful. But I thought that was neat. I thought it, it caught, like you said, it caught my attention. Mm -hmm. if, if they look cool, like if you look it up, like they're definitely cool looking. All mm -hmm. right. So another Kickstarter, um, are you... Like, are you familiar with the Witcher franchise? Yeah, I, I'd never played the game. I watched the first three episodes of the show. Okay, just couldn't get into it. Couldn't uh, grab you. Yeah, I, it's also mindset. Think the, a lot of these things are mindset. Mm -hmm. I think if I sat down and tried it again, I might, because it's everything that I like. Yeah. Um. So what's up with the Witcher? So I like the Witcher. I enjoy it. I read the books. I uh, I love the video game. Witcher Three is fantastic. Uh, so they have a game coming out called witcher the old world and it's a prequel set before uh the main guy which that's Geralt of Rivia. that's awesome because anybody can play that you yeah can jump so in. so the story behind the witcher is there's these different schools of monster hunters essentially and each school uh it's hard to like i forget what the story is so each school has like a bunch of hunters basically they're monster hunters that go out there you go to a town, they pay you money, you take care of their problem for them. Um, they're humans that get altered. They get given, like, these powers. They become monsters themselves, which is why it's an interesting idea. Mm -hmm. So this game is you get to pick one of, like, the five schools. There's a giant map. Uh, you move around the map, and each map has its – or each location has its own deck of cards. So I think this one was interesting because the miniatures are beautiful, first off. They're fantastic quality miniatures. Uh, I think the neatest thing is, though, that it's almost an RPG-style game. Okay. In a card-driven miniatures game. So from what I watched, again, the Kickstarter didn't start, but they have like a YouTube video of a playthrough. And you land on location, you draw a card, and the card has like a little story on it. So it's essentially like land in a town and they have a whatever problem like a monster problem and then it gives you options on the card what to do and you have to like pay a certain amount and or the, you get a reward and what you do depends on how the game goes so like the one okay. the one example they kind of gave was like 
the merchant in a town you were interacting with and you chose to either rob them or help them. Okay. So you could like take coin or help them out. The adventure continues. Like, so mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like that. And I thought that was interesting. Like, I, I do like, like that. That's cool. Yeah. Like a choose your own adventure type style. Mm-hmm. Um, the other things you could do is you could fight other people. Like I could run into you and it's called like a brawl essentially. Like it's a card driven fight brawl. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a deck builder where you're kind of buying items for your deck. Cause your deck is like your health. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think it was just, it caught my eye because it's the Witcher. And I think the mechanics of it is like super interesting. There's no buy in it yet, again, because the Kickstarter didn't start. But it's one that I think if you're a fan of the IP, I think you should check out. Uh, Witcher, the old world. And um, how much? To, to again, I, it doesn't have a price it point have yet. A price point I yet. would imagine probably with pretty, the miniatures, it has yeah. like 60, 80. But with how we talked about Kickstarter before. Probably more It's going to have a bunch of figures attached to it with the Kickstarter. Is this something that you're going to kickstart? I'm going to keep an eye on it. This okay. is something. Um, it it's definitely interests me, and I would say this one over the dice. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's IP I don't know. Yeah. If it was IP I knew, I'd probably be more jonesed for it. Uh, but that sounds really cool and worth probably probably worth the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, of two. If I had to guess, I would say sixty to eighty for base game. Okay. Yeah, uh, for that, if I started to like the IP, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I didn't know your familiarity with the IP. <clears throat> yeah, but nothing. It's something I'm excited for, so it definitely caught my attention. Cool. Um, so yeah, I may kickstart that, unless you're my wife listening. I will not <laughs> be kickstarting. Stay that. tuned. Um, yeah, I'll talk about it as it kind of progresses. But I thought right. it was something interesting to talk about. Yeah, no, that's cool. I like this segment that we do. Yeah, it just kind of branches out. Mm-hmm. And onto our final segment yeah you ready to fight all right so super fight is a game we kind of end the show on um it's by skybound games it's just a card game where you argue pretty much that's mm-hmm. it like you draw uh players like what the white cards represent characters and then you draw two black cards which are either an advantage or a disadvantage they have and then you just decide who would win you kind of argue with the group who would win mm-hmm. that's really it like it's, how, it's how has our projection gone versus what our audience projection on instagram like have we been right or have they gone against us that nah, they pretty much are with us okay most cool. of the times yeah so that's the other thing is we put it on our instagram stories mm-hmm. what we talk about so you can kind of argue with us yeah the, and it seems like the majority is pretty much with us cool all right, so what do we have today? All right, so today let's draw. We have Abraham Lincoln. We all know who that is. Abraham Lincoln, top tall hat. <laughs> Founding versus father. Versus a Velociraptor. Wow. All right, so we got... So we got Abraham Lincoln versus a Velociraptor. All right, so without powers, who wins? Uh, the Velociraptor. Yeah, obviously Velociraptor. Yeah. So let's see what happens when we draw. I've seen Jurassic World. I know how this, this goes. Our two cards. So Abraham Lincoln shoots laughing gas and has laser eyes. Wow. The Velociraptor is wearing sharpened stilettos <laughs> and has a hostage. Oh, my God. Abraham Lincoln. It's it's game over. The, first off, the stilettos are going to throw the raptor off off balance because they're already... And he already has, like, claws. Yeah, so they Sharpened have... stilettos aren't really an advantage. It's just it's high heels, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's already going to be, like, leaning fo- even more forward. And then he has a... Ho- who cares? Eat the hostage. Whatever. Abraham Lincoln had... He's shooting laughing gas, so throwing the already off-balance raptor off-balance even more. And has laser And has laser eyes. Every yeah. time it comes near, it's dead. Yeah. I mean... I kind of monopolized that conversation. But, I'm sorry. But, no, but sometimes I'll try to figure out a, the entire time, like, how can I have the raptor win? But no, I don't think... The only way would be if, if the raptor if negotiated Lincoln, a hostage, yes. but... He the, really wanted to save the hostage. Yeah, but the, the raptor can't understand understand us yeah i don't know that was another one that i think this one's this one's a bust yeah i think abraham lincoln wins yeah. big time also abraham lincoln with laser eyes would be incredible mm-hmm. and laughing gas <laughs> and laughing gas yeah <laughs> there's always one power you're like <laughs> what is the point of this but it's i like, guess you that's part need of to it. laugh more yeah <laughs> raptor can't laugh I don't know. yeah so that was it. i would like to see that though yeah. raptor laugh well with the way these jurassic park movies are going who knows the next one they might be laughing <laughs> 
who knows? They're already friends. They're so. going to be a crossover with DC, and mm-hmm. it's going to be the laughing, the the, the, Joker. the, the Velociraptor that laughs. Mm-hmm. All, right, All right. Well, that's it. Another solid episode. Yeah, it was good. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Remember to rate, like, and subscribe. Please leave us a review. If you really like what you heard today, head over to Apple Podcasts um, and leave us a review. Leave us, you know, five stars. But, you know, yeah, if you didn't like what we did, yeah. then put it in that. But leave it at five stars. It really, really helps. And it's, we'd like to hear your feedback, too, you know, if you want to leave it on our social yeah. media pages as well. Yeah, if you skip the kickstart moment or your super fight, let us know. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll, we can find something else to do, which is yeah, if we you, enjoy it. But If you think there's a mechanic or something that we're, we're missing in our discussion of the game, mm-hmm. let us know. We want to. We really want to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. Or you want me to kick RP off the show? Yeah. <laughs> five stars let us know yeah if you want it to be a solo show just make just let me know <laughs> just me talking <laughs> into the void but, all right well uh, thanks for listening and have a great day yeah thanks <laughs>